0: Everyone, it's Georgia, and welcome back to God's Gracious Gifts podcast, episode two. It has been a while—um, three weeks since the first episode, which actually did pretty well. Sally, Tori, and Sella won't be joining us for this one, hopefully soon. But today we have a special guest joining us. Um, known her for a little while now, and we've run some solid miles together for cross country. Ellie, thanks for coming on. How's it going? Uh, it's going good. Thanks for having me. Of course, of course. By the way, guys, we're on Anchor, Spotify, Castbox. Pocket Cast and Radio Public, you can check us out on Instagram at God's Gracious Gifts and email us at God's Gracious Gifts 2 at gmail.com. We have a Twitter, YouTube, and website, but they're currently not looking too fresh, so we're going to get on that within the next few weeks, and we'll let y'all know when those are ready. So without further ado, let's get started. Okay. Today, we're looking at 1 Peter 4.16, which says, However, if you suffer as a Christian, do not be ashamed, but praise God that you bear that name. That's the NIV version. So, um, Ellie, do you want to start us off or I can, on initial thoughts of this? All right. Oh, so, um, um, I found this first um, on the day we were uh, by the And it just kind of, because I was kind of looking for topics for us to talk about since um, it was going to be a little bit of a different episode than the first one, obviously, but basically, I found this verse, and I was like, this is actually really good, because a lot of people worry about, basically, what we talked about in the first episode, along with a million other things, (laughs) that, um, like, people worry about, like, hey, I, I, like, I want to be cool with the people here, you know, I want their approval, like, yeah, yeah, like, I need God's approval, but what about my friends and family and stuff, and, like, I don't want everyone to hate me, you know, I want everyone to like me, it was just, like, a really big thing, it's, like, no matter what you do even if it's like Mm -hmm. like you can throw religion out for like just a second like even if you're just like trying to be nice and get along with everyone there's always going to be someone who hates you unfortunately that's how it is like you're never going to be able to keep up with the latest trends this isn't keeping up with the kardashians (laughs) and yeah you know it's (laughs) i'm editing that out (laughs) why did i say that like, you're not going to be able to keep up with all the trends. It's, <laughs> it's impossible. And everyone's fickle. Like, everything, you can't be a people pleaser. That's the bottom line. You can't be a people pleaser. And I thought it was just really cool because, I just think it's really cool because everyone's just kind of striving. Well, some people are like, forget it, I don't care type attitude. And, you know, but really, they do. That's why they're acting like they don't care because not caring is cool when they want to act cool. So, a little reverse psychology for everybody there. <laughs> but, um, basically, this verse is talking to the church and how, like, they're going through sufferings about, basically, persecution for their faith. And people, some people hear persecution for, for faith and they think, oh, like, you know, like, other countries where you can't, like, worship God at all or you'll literally be persecuted, thrown in jail and possibly killed or you know just people just take it to the most extreme which yes that that that's reality in other countries sometimes but <laughs> i'm gonna put this on a relatable level for everyone you know like basically like being persecuted like there are some things that you know like as a christian you're called to maybe not do like you don't want to like they're just like in some like societies just consider them morally wrong anyways but like for example i'm just gonna say it like drinking vaping you know and like Obviously, drinking in big proportions, underage, I know I don't drink. One is, like, there are things we're called not to do, like, sex before marriage, which is, it's just one of those things. And, like, we're afraid that we're going to miss out, you know, like, we can't go party because, you know, like, we're going to, you know, like, we know what people are doing there, and God doesn't approve of it. So, we're trying to follow the commandments, but we're also missing out. So, we get this FOMO that, you know, like, we're we're... because we're called to go all out for God. So, like, we get this FOMO that when we're going all out for God, we we know that we can't go any... Like, there's only... You can give 100%. There's no 110%. Like, you leave it all out there every day, you know. Like, you can't just show up and say, hey, I'm going to give 80% today, 120 tomorrow. It doesn't work like that. You got 100%. That's all you have. So, basically, bottom line is, like, we going full out for God, it doesn't seem as appealing to some people, because it's like, well, if I go out, full out for God, and I, like, for example, I don't cuss like my friends do, well, then they're gonna look at me funny, and they're not gonna want to be friends, and whatever, and sometimes that might be the case, but it's just, like, there's some things that, like, other people struggle with, or they do, but it's not gonna be rude for us, so we just, we try to, you know, just put in with the world, we're like, oh, it's not that big of a deal, you know, but, like, the thing is is sin sin like the end <laughs> that's like the bottom yeah, line of it so we're going to like and not just that like that's just like public that's just like the public standard you know like you might be like looked down upon because of your fate which sucks sometimes but you know it's like at the end of the day you don't need the world's approval you need god's approval and so then i just want to like cover a bigger part of this is like suffering as in like we're, like, told we're gonna go through trials, like, not just, like, people, you know, like, being a a little, like, sticking their nose up in the air at us, you know, like, we're gonna go through actual trials, like, the walk as a Christian is not guaranteed to be easy, we're actually guaranteed to have hardships, but we can take heart knowing that God, like, has overcome the world and he's gonna get us through everything. So, like, on both scales, it's important to, like, not conform to the world, but, like, and we're gonna face persecution and trials, but, Like, the verse says, like, don't be ashamed that you're a Christian, but praise God that you bear the name of Christian, because being a Christian, being a child of the one true king, having eternal salvation with God, I mean, that's something to be proud of. Are
1: we? Mm hmm Yeah, I agree with you, and I think it's also important to, like, because once we're called to all these things, I think it's important to, like, make sure that our heart's in the right place. Because you can go out and, like, do all these things. and then But you also can do them thinking, like, oh, if I do this stuff, then I'm better than everybody. And, like, you can be doing it for the wrong reasons. So I think that, like, when you're – like, since we're called to be – like, held to a different standard than other people or than non believers. I think it's important to realize that just because we, yeah, of course, God are called loves us, doesn't mean that we God loves all are any higher more. in God's eyes. He, he, you know,
0: I'm gonna throw this out there it, God, everyone's like, Oh, God loves mm-hmm. everyone equally. Okay, I would, I would encourage a different approach to that. God loves everyone in a unique way can't measure God's love it's not an object it's not attainable. it's literally yeah you can't explain it because God's love is so great and powerful and that's a whole another topic obviously but it's just like people think like oh because I'm a Christian and I'm saved I'm so much better than so-and-so who like said they got saved and then it's like the parable when the you know the younger brother like runs away and then he comes back and the father's treating him all good and the older kid you know the older brother's like well, you know, I was loyal to you. So, like, I'm better than him and I should be treated that way. But, like, the father was like, okay, well, you're, well, like, your brother came home mm-hmm. after being lost. Like, in his, he was lost and stray from the faith and came home. So, that's like a person saved in heaven. You were already saved. Yes, you're still dearly loved. But you're going to be, like, you're going to be, you might see your love a little different. You might see God's love in your life a little different, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, some people are gonna, there's gonna be different ways that we experience God's love. It's like our testimonies, even if, like, for Mm -hmm. example, like, someone goes through something, another person goes through, like, the same category, you know, like, losing a family member, just to, just to put that simply, you know, like, it's hard, like, and, like, and even if it's the same family member, someone else going through the same thing, yeah, like, you might be able to relate to Mm -hmm. them. In a sense, but you're never going to have the exact same experience and exactly understand what they're going through. Like, just how our paths are unique and like our testimonies are unique, every like our fingerprints, everything. Yeah. Our relationship with God is unique and our and His love for us is unique. So He's going to love everyone uniquely. And that doesn't make us, and even if we're saved, it doesn't make us any better mm-hmm. than anyone else because we're all still sinners. But through God, we're redeemed
1: let me see oh well like kind of like going back to what you were talking mm-hmm. about how like god's love is different for everybody or like it's feel different mm-hmm. ways you know you can take that like the test the different love language tests so it's kind of cool because you can like that's see
0: crazy isn't it? how that's like making stuff like, like what like you like what makes you god feel knows most your loved. love language and he's gonna get to you yeah. the best way that he can
1: And like whether that's through him, like directly him, like speaking to you, or through like someone else, or just through like a situation. I don't know all the love languages, but like there's just so many different ways. Food,
0: acts of service, comfort, gifts, all that. You know, like physical affection. Yeah, like it's kind of crazy. Like obviously, probably, probably God isn't gonna be like, "Hey, you don't come here with me." (laughs) I mean you make your mom pick something up from the store. Let but... me make you a hamburger. <laughs> like he wanna, like you know like I I've noticed that like when I'm going through some like I I went through some stuff, I'm still going through stuff, but like I noticed that like when I talk with friends about it, like I actually sit down and talk with them like in person and stuff or just like see them and they know I'm going through something, like they'll usually give me a hug. Like even if they don't usually hug people, those people like come here and I'm just like like they don't like they don't know. You know, they don't know that it's like but like i'm trusting god i was like that's kind of ironic you know like they never want to hug anybody i okay? what's yeah. going on and that's just like i don't know i feel like god's kind of like throwing me a bone you know like mm-hmm. like here's a hug all right have at it <laughs> and then okay next thing you know like yeah i don't know it's just one of those random things that it just makes sense so like another thing about the verse that i think like in modern day society being, a uh, and I kind of covered this last episode, but, like, while well, with Tori and Stella, they definitely covered this, but, um, basically, being a Christian, like, society has kind of, like, pulled the worth away from that saying, because, like, like I've said, you can say you're something, but you're not. Like, I can say, like, hey, I'm a soccer mm-hmm. player, but we all know that's not true. Like, once upon a time, a few years ago, maybe, but, like, right now, that is like, I currently <laughs> play soccer. That doesn't make it true. Um, my eyes are purple. They're not. <laughs> um, those of you who know me, I wish. But basically, <laughs> random fact. <laughs> but, um, saying something doesn't automatically make it true. Because if that were the case, this world would be in a whole lot of trouble. Um, so basically going, I gotta stop saying so. Going off of that. People will say they're a Christian, but like our society has dumbed down basically the meaning of the word Christian to just be like, oh, you practice a religion. Okay, you practice this religion, Christianity. Okay, cool, you're a Christian. It's like, it's like me, you know, like if I were to go join a cross country team, hypothetically, and then walk the whole time. Oh, you do cross country, so you're a runner. Yeah, sure, let's go with that. Um,.
1: Yeah, and, like, the thing, you know, like, it's, I don't know where it is exactly in the Bible, but it's, like, if, it's talking about, like, Judgment Day and, like, how if you're lukewarm, inspired. like, a lukewarm Christian, like, he's not going to, he's gonna spit, like, he said his spit, like, it's, yeah, yeah,
0: you can't, like out of you can't mouth. be on the like, fence. like, like if he doesn't neutral, want people, like, did, God side.
1: doesn't want his followers to of, be, like, just God's there, you know?
0: We can't be passive about our, early, cause like, because, like, First of all, it's a relationship, not a yeah, religion. Yeah. Like, yeah. it is a religion, but it's a relationship. And that's what so many people, like, I've heard this so many times. Like, my friends have said this so many times. Mm-hmm. It's a re- relationship, not a religion. Because I got, like, I'm at the point where I've been blessed with a closer group of Christian friends over the past few months of quarantine. It's been awesome. Not the quarantine part, but, like, the friends part. So basically, um, they've said this a lot all of us have said it i think at least once not multiple times but it's definitely a relationship and people call it a religion and but a religion is basically a set of rules so we can't be passive about our relationship with god because god's love for us is not passive okay like Ever been in a passive relationship, yeah, and that relationship you, isn't it, like, gonna mean as to much nothing for at least one side of it like there and you know for that for this situation, if it means nothing to you, then I guess it's gonna mean mm-hmm. nothing to you when God says who this you know <laughs> he's not gonna say that obviously, but it's like it's like you didn't want to be with me it's like that it's like <laughs> that weird acquaintance at school, yeah, I'm close with them, but then quarantine started and you're like, well, I guess I don't know her anymore um or him whatever you get the point um but it's just like yeah it's just like you can't treat him like an acquaintance because like and you gotta mm-hmm. treat like treating him as just a basic friend obviously like you can't treat god like that like you can't box him into your t- like two minute devo time in the no like it's not something where like yes you do you do need to be developing your like relationship with god and the word yeah. music you know whatever maybe spending time in the <laughs> But if all you're doing is spending time in the word, that's not a relationship. That's a textbook. And it's not really good. It, it might help you. Like Proverbs, yep. It, it's good to be wise and all. But your knowledge isn't going to do anything for you if you don't, like, have a per- Like, knowing God and knowing about God. If you have all the no you can have all the knowledge in the world and not have a personal relationship with God. So.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And it's like the things that like we're called to do, like we're called to be servants towards other people and be lesser than people and go out and do whatever we can to try to bring people and like into salvation. And it's like you're not you're you're not going to be motivated to do that sort of stuff if you don't have like a relationship with God that makes you want to do it like you have to. Like, you know, they say love crazy, makes you do crazy, crazy. things. It's like, it's like not, you have to be... I
0: used yeah, like, you have to be, like, We're love God so much. And like, We're called down yeah. a fate like, a wildfire forest with the winds, like, gushing around. And those winds are the people around us that are also on fire for God. And, like, you know, with wind and fire and drought, it just all comes together and everything gets set ablaze. Which, you know, mm-hmm. if you're in the Amazon, not really great. But, you know... When the fire is God, like, you know, when the faith and the burning passion with fire is God, yeah. and that fire is, like, spreading across nations, and we're pl- and that seed is being planted into generation after generation among the world, that's growing the kingdom of God right there. That's setting a motion for someone to be able to become a believer and understand that, hey, like, God loves me. He wants to have a relationship with me. Big point. And, like, through him, I'm saved because he loves me that much. And, like, he loves me more than I'm ever probably gonna, like, ever understand because his love is untangible. That's the word I was looking for. Yeah. Okay, that's it. But, um, it's, like, we're called to have this, like, fate, like a burning fire. Not a little candle lick that can just, like, you just, like, it's not a burn. We're called to have a wildfire fate. A passion burning fire. Not a burn barrel fate. Because if you know a burn barrel, Mm -hmm. it's literally just a can without like it's literally just a barrel like it's a metal barrel and literally what happens is you just burn stuff in it that's that's the thing burn barrel i don't need to dumb it down any further to get the idea but the problem with the burn barrel is yeah i can the fire can seek out a little bit through the top you know (laughs) maybe accidentally catch a tree on fire because your parents weren't paying attention to what they put in it but you know here's the thing like like yeah maybe maybe you'll reach someone maybe you won't, but maybe them knowing God, maybe them not, isn't really fixing a situation or helping them. Like the thing about the, but here's the thing. If you have a burn barrel like faith now and a burn barrel, Mm -hmm. quote unquote, passion, if you can even call it that as your passion for God grows, it's not going to be a burn barrel faith anymore because over time, and I've noticed this because in my backyard, my, um, my dad will, burn a bunch of our cardboard and stuff in this in our burn barrel right so we had the burn barrel there set safely and we just burn stuff and burn stuff well a few months ago we have this like compost pile he had with branches he had to put the burn barrel over there and get a new one because the burn barrel had been so mm-hmm. worn down and we had like this really big fire because my dad accidentally dropped something in there i don't remember exactly what happened but the thing is the fire grew and it became so wild that it ended up burning the sides of the burn barrel off. So over time, the more you develop your faith with God, you're going to go from being that little candle yeah. that can just be put out with something, which is something as simple as a trial on top of it, just putting the lid on it, to melting the burn barrel that you're in, to spreading across the grass. See, mm-hmm. this sounds really bad in real life, but you know, when it's your faith in God, <laughs> you get the idea. It's like, you're going, you're literally like your passion for God, yeah, it's a good analogy, like is to allow inside the burn of uh, the freaking barrel to like just like turn to ashes, therefore, the fire can spread. And as it spreads, you spread it to other things, it ends up across the world, and that fire will not be put out because y'all know, like, people know how hard it is. Like, that's why, like, Africa, like, Amazons, when they have wildfires, it's really like there's a lot of fire. And it takes like weeks sometimes to put them out it's ridiculous. And that's what that's what our fate should be. It mm-hmm. should be like huge and passionate and not simply put out by a gallon of water. Yeah. It's like it should be like contagious. It should be running around planting the seed mm-hmm. and not just sticking in a candle holder. <laughs> so to kind of wrap it all up, we're constantly <laughs> seeking approval from people around us fearing rejection and it's just a natural desire but we're gonna continue to try to seek approval unfortunately but we don't need to worry about it at all because if we're not like we should not be ashamed of christianity we should not like our we can't just you know hide our hide our passionate flame all of a sudden when it's time to walk into the school doors like we can't just be the person who like sunday maybe wednesday nights we're on fire for god like while we're at our Bible study, whatever. I mean, it's hard to do to be passionate all the time because it takes a lot of energy out of you you regardless. But at the end of the day, when we're scared of like not being approved and just terrified of being rejected, I can guarantee you at the end of your life on Judgment Day, you're not, the rejection of other people is not what you're going to be most afraid of. It's going to be like the approval of God is like, the only thing you're gonna be looking for because that's the only thing that's gonna save you eternally and if you went around trying to like basically damage your relationship with god for the sake of getting approval Mm -hmm. from other people just acceptance like it's not gonna help you it's really not like it's gonna hurt you more than anything so at the end of the day you're not gonna be scared of being rejected by other people you're gonna be scared of god saying like hey you you spent so much time doing this and you didn't really care at all. So, why do you care all of a sudden now? Like, you knew what was gonna happen. So, it's just kind of, like, it's one of those things, it's like, Mm -hmm. just, like, know that, like, if you're getting rejected now, and, like, persecuted for your faith, it it is really worth it, because right now, it's just, like, this life, like, people say life is too short. Right now, it probably feels like a drag, since most of us are stuck inside our houses for most of the time. But, um, life really is short. Like, like compared to eternity it's pretty short so i encourage everybody out there just keep developing your relationship with god keep strengthening your faith surround yourself with other people that are going to encourage you to develop your faith and just make sure that like whatever you do you're doing it for the right reasons and that you just keep growing your relationship with God no matter what happens because he'll always be there for you. He loves us so much. That's why he wants to have a relationship with us. And everything's going to work out because God works everything for his good. And there's nothing that he can't take care of. So. All right, Ellie, this has been an awesome episode. Thanks for coming on. All right. From me and Ellie at God's Gracious Gifts Podcast, thank you all for oh, listening. No problem. Hope That's to... Fine. See y'all again very soon. Bye.